Hello and welcome to the 20 Questions podcast with Marysville Church of Christ. My name is Bishop Darby and I'll be your host today. Today's question is, why does God look so much different in the Old Testament than he does in the New? Why does the God of Israel look so much different than Jesus Christ? It's a fair question, but one that um, I'm not going to be able to give you a full answer on. What I can give you is uh, individual texts and an idea, but you're going to have to take this and study this on your own, putting it into practice. You'll see what I mean at the end. Hebrews chapter 1 gives us the answer to this question. It says this, verse starting in verse 1. After God spoke long ago in various ways and in various portions to our ancestors through the prophets, in these last days he has spoken to us in a son, whom he appointed heir of all things. Now notice what comes next. The son is the radiance of his glory, the representation of his essence, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. What we see here is that God tried throughout the Old Testament to convey who he was to a people who couldn't follow. And so he gave them poetry in the books of Psalms. We see prophecies given through a variety of prophets, a law given by Moses, and histories written by a variety of authors, all trying to show the people of Israel who he is, but they couldn't grasp it. We see that they tried, but they couldn't follow. Notice what the New Testament writes about this. We see things like in Second um, Corinthians chapter 3. He talks, Paul here is writing, and he talks about how every time, every time one turns to the book of Moses, a veil lies over their mind. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 15. And that as long as they're trying to read the Old Testament, there's something they're missing, something that doesn't allow them to see the beauty of God, only glimpses. In fact, Hebrews 1 writes that very same thing. The two words there in Greek that mean uh, in various portions and in various ways literally means a piecemeal, meaning God is piecing together parts of who he is as best as he can through the prophets until eventually he can show us perfectly who he is. And he is Jesus Christ. The exact expression of who God is is seen in Jesus Christ. The exact representation of God is seen in Jesus Christ. You want to know who God is, look to Jesus Christ. More specifically, Paul uses this phrase frequently. Christ and in him crucified. In fact, the entire gospel is predicated on the idea that Jesus Christ died and rose again. Therefore, the clearest expression of God you can see in the entirety of the Bible is Jesus Christ on the cross. All other depictions, all other portraits of God lie underneath Jesus on the cross. Again, everything you need to know about God you see in Jesus Christ. You can't see through the veiled readings of the Old Testament. You can't understand fully who God is through the piecemealed writings of the Old Testament. The only time in the entirety of Scripture you understand who God is is when you see him on the cross. By this understanding, whenever you come across something in the Old Testament that doesn't look like Jesus Christ on the cross, 
we're forced as honest and true readers of Scripture to ask a very uncomfortable question. What is going on here? Because what we can't do is say that the picture that I'm reading in the Old Testament is equal to that of Jesus on the cross. Because Hebrews 1 says the entirety, the essence of God is seen on Jesus on the cross. So we can't put them equal. If we find something in the Old Testament that seemingly contradicts the nature of Jesus on the cross, we have to ask what else is going on. And the way we start answering the question is by looking to the cross first and then looking at the other portrait next. By looking through the cross, we're going to see a very interesting, very exciting, and very sometimes uncomfortable truth. What we find when we look through the cross is a God who is willing to bear our sins, a God who is willing to embrace our ugliness, embrace our brokenness, and put it on himself. That is exactly the nature of what we see Jesus do. He took on the form of flesh, humbling himself. He bore our sins on the cross, becoming sin-stained, looking like a mirror to the rest of humanity. And if Jesus Christ is truly God, and God is truly Jesus Christ, and everything we need to know about God we see on the cross, then wouldn't it stand to reason that God is always one who is willing to bear the sins of his people, who is willing to look like, sometimes uncomfortably, us, being a mirror for us? In so doing, in the Old Testament, when we find pictures of God that don't look like Jesus, what this should show us is not that this is another part of God, but rather this is an understanding of the people. When we see violent or uncomfortable depictions of God by Moses, we shouldn't necessarily assume that Moses understood God as much as Jesus did. But rather what we should do is understand that the depictions we're seeing is what Moses thought of God. And this should point us to the cross because God in those moments is willing to embrace even the most broken view, even the most sin-stained views of himself, reflecting Jesus on the cross, looking like a sin-bearing God for a sin-stained people. To put a conclusion on this, consider the fact that God, every time he puts up with people, depicting him in an ugly and awful way, is reflecting that non-coercive love that radiated from the cross. Every time God allows Moses or David to paint him in a picture that is less than faithful to who he actually is, him putting up with it is exactly what he was willing to do with the sins that I have and you have. God has always been like Jesus on the cross. And we shouldn't allow the God of the Old Testament, the depictions of the people of God in the Old Testament, supersede or replace the one clear image of God we do get, Jesus Christ and him crucified. I'd like us to end with a passage in uh, Psalms chapter 50, verse 21, when God says, For when you said these things, I remained silent and you thought I was with you. But I'm not. I'm not with you. See, God was willing to allow people to believe what they needed to at the time, knowing someday he would be able to reveal who he truly is in Jesus. But his silence isn't complicit with his acceptance. Sometimes God, frustrated and heartbroken, allowed people to depict him in ways that were less than faithful, knowing someday he would give us the fullness of who he is in Jesus. You thought I was just like you, 
because I was silent. But I'm not. We need to make sure that we are faithful to who God actually is, faithful to Jesus on the cross. And whenever we come across a passage of Scripture that seems to challenge that, remember that Jesus is the full representation of God. And we have to ask the question, what else is going on? What does this reveal to us about the beautiful love of a Savior who was willing to die? Okay, well, God bless you, and go with God.